Texas Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. Okay, let's do a little follow-up from our last podcast, shall we? We talked about whether or not men and women could be friends, and that just started a whole storm of things. Let's let's continue on with this just a little. Let's let's follow this down to its logical conclusion, shall we? Mm-hmm. And oh, there is some tea. I have some tea to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but go ahead. All right. So back in the day when I was a financial advisor, mm-hmm. I had a client that was getting ready to get married. Wonderful couple. They were getting ready to get married, but she wanted to talk to me separately about her money. I'm like, yeah, sure. She had about $15,000 worth of credit card debt. And the question was, should I tell him about all of this debt? Because this isn't all of it. I've got more somewhere else. Well, first of all, you're telling us all of her business well, right now. I didn't now. say name. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm, This I was know. a long, long time ago. Okay. Okay. And the story ended happily. So let me just jump to there. So- um, she said, do I need to tell him yes. about the debt? Unequivocally, did I say that right? Yes. And you are correct. <laughs> yes. 100%. Marriage, okay, when it comes to marriage, okay, money can ruin a marriage. Money ruins a lot of things. A lot of relationships, not just marriages. But if you're entering into marriage, you got to have your communication right. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because we're Christians, first and foremost, you gotta you gotta be on the same page um, with Jesus. In my opinion, I feel right. like you need to have that right first and foremost. But um, communication and the money part, oh my goodness, you really gotta have that down. And if you yep. enter into this union already lying, or not not necessarily lying, but withholding information right. about your finances, well, you're not on the right footing already. And that's exactly what this, I, I had to defer. I said, okay, listen, there, the first thing is, let's talk about your money, and we got that all set, set aside. I said, but here's the second thing. I said, are you guys seeing premarital counseling? Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. And I that said, didn't come out? In the- well, I didn't, <laughs> I'm not going to start throwing stones, but I said, listen, you guys need to talk about something, about being honest with each other about everything. Mm-hmm. I said, if you're having questions about whether or not you should tell him about your money, what are some other things that you're not telling him about? Now, I'm not asking you to tell me. I don't want to know. I do money. I don't do family Look at therapy. You, but that's what you're doing. Look at you I, giving. <laughs> I was pushing the envelope a little bit, right? I, uh-huh. But these were good people. And I really cared about him. And I, I wanted to see him get started on the right foot. And it refers back to this. Okay, a little bit of background. I was divorced. Mm-hmm. My wife, she was divorced. When we got together, we knew we were the right person for each other, right? We did a lot of praying about it. And there was a, a, an evening I invited her over for dinner. And I said, okay, we need to have a real serious talk. Yeah. And after dinner, we went into the living room. I sat her down on the sofa. I sat across the room. I said, there are some things I need to tell you before we take this any further. We're really serious about each other, Mm -hmm. and we think that marriage is the way it's going to happen. There's some things you need to know. Yeah. I said, you know that I was divorced. Yeah, I know that. I said, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to tell you why Mm -hmm. I'm divorced. And I went into detail. Yeah. About all the things that happened that were legitimately my fault. Mm-hmm. 
I let her know some things that I was dealing with. I let her know everything. I just opened you up the You laid it floor. out on the table. I absolutely did. And I, obviously, I did a lot of praying about this. But I knew, okay, if we're going to have a real relationship, one that is rock solid, then she's got to know all of the scratches, dents, and faults that I have. Mm-hmm. And she's got to be prepared for it. And Absolutely. I prayed about it. It's like, okay, I'm going to open up the floodgates. I'm just going to let it all out. And if she gets up, runs away, and screams, and, and it's like, okay, well, then that's the way it is. Well, I think you did the right thing. First and foremost, if you know you have found your person, this is the person that you are that you want to marry. Right. You have to do that. You have to pray about it. Oh, that's and first you and have foremost, right? prayed on it, and you know in your heart this is the person, then you have to pray about what you're going to say, have that time with Jesus, and then put it all out there. If you are going to marry that person, mm-hmm. then you are going to have to be able to trust that person with everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the yeah. bumps, the bruises, yeah. everything. That's how I feel it should be. Right. Now, once you've prayed about it and you've laid it all out there on the table, that person is either going to accept you and say, okay, there it is. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. This is a new chapter in both of our lives. You know how she responded? Mm-hmm. She said, okay. She didn't get up and run around. Okay. She didn't scream. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, my turn. That's what you do. And, and then she you, spilled all and of her stuff. And you make that choice. Now, no. either the person is going to do that or they're going to run. Right. And it may hurt if the person runs. Right. But that way you know this was the person, this person was not for me because they could not handle yeah. my mess. And, and we're just not for each. And it's good that you see that now yeah. before you get into it. You know what I'm saying? It, it it was scary. Yeah. And it was one of those things where you literally, I literally had to put my faith, the rubber had to meet the road. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, I'm trusting you to handle this and that your hand is in this and whatever's the right thing to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. And, and we both came to the conclusion, okay, we've had the issues in the past, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to move forward. But the main thing was, what if I had decided, you know what? I'm going to tell her most of everything, but Mm-mm. this issue, this issue right here, I'm, I'm not going to tell her about this. This is just going to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with this all on my own. And then it comes up because we don't do, <laughs> we don't, because we don't deal with stuff on our own. No, well, we don't. And so this leads me to my next question. I already know how I feel about this. But not not saying something or omitting details Mm -hmm. or not um, disclosing, Mm -hmm. is that the same thing as lying? You know where people say, like your friend who had, um, your client who had the whole financial issues. Well, if I don't tell you, I didn't lie to you. I didn't tell you. Mm -hmm. To me, that's the same thing because you know about this issue you just decided not to tell me. Yeah. And um, some people, it, that's the small technicality. They're like, uh, it's tec- technically not a lie yeah. because I didn't tell you. To me, that's, what is it? What do they call it? Omitting the Omission truth? Omission of fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And listen, we're talking about real life with real people and real relationships. We're not talking about lawyers in a courtroom. Right. Now, you want to be a lawyer in a courtroom? Fine. You can you can argue those fine hair-splitting details. But we're talking about real life. And yes, 
withholding that kind of information, in my opinion, and that's mm-hmm. the only opinion I can give, yeah, it's lying. Yeah. And it may not be intentional, mm-hmm. but it is lying. Yeah. And you brought up a really good point is that what if that thing that you choose not to disclose, what if that pops up later on down the line? like a year, two, three into the marriage. And then all of a sudden this issue raises its head because I'm telling you right now, it will. Yeah, That will happen. Whatever you're hiding, whatever you're choosing to keep secret and you think, oh, I got a, I got a grip on it. I got a handle on this. I, I don't need to divulge this. It is going to raise its ugly head at the most inopportune time. Absolutely. When it's the most embarrassing and the most damaging. I guarantee that's going to happen. By dealing with it all right now, you avoid that. And you've got the strength now to deal with all the fun stuff that is going to happen later on down the line in the marriage all on its own. Yeah, but isn't that the best part of, and maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic, but isn't (laughs) that the best part of finding your person? You're able to tell them anything, Yeah, anything that I have, you can handle it. You can take what I have to offer, the good, the bad, the ugly. If I need to come to you and have an ugly cry and tell you about all the woes, all the ugly pieces of my heart, you can handle that. Yeah. I'm not expecting you to be like Jesus and handle it all, but I'm expecting <laughs> you to be able to not judge me and to be able to say, okay, let's work through this. This is what happened. That's what, that's what in my, in my mind, that's what you sign up for. Yes. And then I want to be able to just kick it with you and laugh with you and right. hang out. Like that's full circle. Absolutely That's what right. we're supposed to do when I we find our mate in life. And I don't, having been down the road a couple times and have done it the wrong way. Me too. I really don't feel that it is possible to do that, to do the relationship the right way, unless both are focused on Jesus. Right. I really don't because we are selfish animals. Mm-hmm. And naturally, yes, we are selfish, we are greedy, and all other kinds of things. And our natural intention is to look out for our own best interest first, mm-hmm. instead of. I think a successful relationship is when each person is yes, looking out for themselves, but also looking out for the other person equally. I look out for you, you look out for me, we look out for each other, and it works. And I think without Jesus, that's almost impossible to do. Yeah, without Jesus, it's impossible to do. And you cannot go into a union with without full disclosure and on a lie. Because if right. you're going to lie to me in little things and in little situations, I'm already with the mindset that you're going to lie to mm. me about anything. I think I've read that in a book somewhere. Uh-huh. All right, so last week, I uh, last episode, I started a fight between whether or not men and women can be. Yeah, and I got to okay. tell you some tea about that situation too. But, All right. Okay. But before we jump in, let me ask you one, because I want to start another fight. When don't you want to start a fight? I know. Um, we've talked about that it's important to be honest in a relationship. Yes. What about white lies? Honey, do these jeans make me look fat? You have to. Hmm? You know what? We're talking about <laughs> honesty in a relationship. So... Do you want me to say, no, that no, you shouldn't, mm-mm, don't wear that. That's not good. Or do you want me to go, think, babe, you look great. No, I think every I think every woman is different in this situation. Me personally, 
I want you to be honest with me, but I don't want you to be mean to me. There is a difference. There, absolutely. That's a good so, point. Right? Um, so when I was married, I used to ask my husband that all the time. Mm-hmm. Do these jeans make me look fat? Mm-hmm. And he was great in that way. Um, he didn't just stuff a Twix bar in his face and move on? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he would have this way. Like he would say, um, no, I, I don't think they make you look fat. But the other jeans you have, they compliment you better. Mm-hmm. Or... You know, I don't really like the way they fit you today or something, but it's a kinder way. Like it, he said it in a way that I knew, you know what? Mm -hmm. He ain't liking the way these jeans fit me, but he don't want to come right out and say, you look fat. We, in in our relationship, we are the same way. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. definitely don't lie because the one thing you don't want to do is tell your wife, that she looks good, and she's thinking she looks the bomb, and mm-hmm. you send her out in public, and she realizes, I look a hot mess. But he told me I was looking good. Don't do that. Can we go through the day without telling little white lies? Is it possible? It is. Yes, it is possible. It is possible to be an honest person, Seth. I'm saying honesty, <laughs> but I'm talking about little white lies. I mean, it, it is totally possible to go through the day. Now I'm thinking about does? everything you've said to me. Who does? Who goes through the day and doesn't say one little white lie? Not one. I have not said anything that's a lie today. Tell me it's one lie I've told. It's not that far into the morning either. <laughs> You're basically calling us all no, all humans I'm, liars. Well, I am saying that I you believe speak for yourself. Okay, I am. I believe that most of us at some point at the end of the day could look back and go, yeah, I wasn't entirely honest about that one. Maybe, eh, maybe that was a I little white lie. I wouldn't say every day. And okay. I'm not going to say that I never lie. Right. Because there is one lie that we all have d- told. And I may have told this lie just yesterday to a friend that I went to lunch with. We I'm, don't want to. Do we want to say what that was? I'm or? on the way. Okay. See, we'll see. There it is. <laughs> but, I, right. but I but kind of was. I kind of was. No, you weren't. You hadn't left the apartment yet. I, I was almost. Uh, like you I was, weren't. You I hadn't was even. putting on my shoes. See, but that's not on my way. <laughs> Okay, not every little white lie has to be this egregious sin, but the but like that that's a great example. I'm on my way. No, you're not. You're not even in the car Technically, yet. Technically, I was on my way. Yeah, see, rationalization, the key to everything you've always wanted in life. How all did right. we get here again? That, that's that's all. I just wanted to pick a fight. Okay, that's all. Now, you uh, you okay. had an update on our last okay, topic? Okay, so the last topic we were doing is can men and women be friends, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I said, no, they can't. Right, and... All, not all, but most of my friends listen to that. And that sparked some huge debate. Oh, yeah. Same here. And let me also say that I could write a book on my dating life. We could probably do a whole podcast on my dating (laughs) situation. It's that comical, dramatic, all of that. So um, one person that I've went on several dates with listened to the podcast. Uh Uh-huh. And he knows that I have male friends. Okay. And after listening to our podcast, he said, you know, I got to tell you, before we go any further, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry I'm putting you on blast like this. Um, anyway. <laughs> We're going to need name, uh, no, I won't say email name. address. But he said, um, before we go any further, I don't feel comfortable um elevating our relationship to the next level 
if you have male friends. Right. Was that right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. If I'm, I, if I'm, if, if, if Chris and I, my wife, by the way, uh, when we were dating, uh, let me just be very, very blunt. Mm-hmm. Once I kissed her, mm-hmm. a little peck on the cheek, but I oh, mean, so sweet. kissed, you're mine. Yes, I We're get exclusive. that. I totally get that. And so, no, you are not going out on a one-on-one evening with another dude. I, no, I get that. Okay, so yeah. okay, so I let me back. Let me backtrack okay. a little bit. So, being single and not in a tied-down relationship, I am free to, if I want to call up one of my friends, or if they call me up and say, "Hey, it's Saturday, let's go out to brunch," sure. or "Hey, let's go catch a movie," mm-hmm. we can do that because yeah. I'm single. I'm not dating anybody. But once I make that decision to date someone exclusively. Right, seriously, right, right. Then, right. oh, you want to go out to lunch today, Jess? Uh, no, that's disrespectful to my man. I'm not yeah, doing not that. Yeah, not one-on-one. No. Um, you and your girlfriend want to go with me and my man to lunch today? Sure, or? let's do it. So I get once you enter into a relationship, you have to act accordingly. Right. And I explain this to my friend. He's like, no, I don't want you to have any male friends at all. Okay, that's a bit restrictive. Right. That's the part. But I see his point. But I have friends that I have gone to college with, friends mm-hmm. that I've grown up with, mm-hmm. friends that are married, mm-hmm. that the three of us okay. still talk and go out with. And so okay, I have but... these lifelong relationships, but I'm supposed to just not be your friend anymore. For a potential mate? Like, no. he won't even go to the next step yeah. until I say I'm going to end these friendships. That seems That's a, a bit red controlling. Flag, right? Yeah, that seems a bit controlling. Okay. Okay. But I see the point in that, and it goes back to the topic of the last podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to the last podcast. The point is, guys are friends with the women because they see there's a chance at it going further. That is the main driver why we are friends with women. If we are, a, if we are, especially if we are physically attracted to the woman and she says, no, 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 we're just friends. Okay. I'm going to park myself in the friend zone and I'm, I'm fine with that. But if I see one little opportunity to take it beyond friendship, if you give me any indication, yeah, maybe we should do be more than friends. I am taking advantage of that situation. And see, this is the thing. And this is the point I was trying to make on our last podcast. And maybe I didn't make my point clear enough. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like you are able to have those men-women relationships where you can have those relationships and not be interested in each other like that. Like, I have those relationships. And you know what the key is? Honesty. Just like everything we've just been talking about, you and your friend, you and your potential serious beau, your date, your dude, your guy, everybody, you have to have these serious, open, real, honest conversations. You have to let them know, look, you're my man. I'm interested in you. I'm not interested in anybody else romantically. I'm interested in you. These other people, they're just friends. And he has to trust you that you're being honest. It's communication. It's honesty. That's the key. Mm. 
Well, thank you for listening to Couples Therapy with Seth and Jess. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the Positive Alternative Radio family of stations.